Hey Dream Babes, my name is Yarrow and you're listening to the Daydream Rose podcast. I'm sending you a slightly belated solstice podcast episode and I'm really hoping that you had a beautiful time and were able to celebrate a tiny bit wherever you are in the world. This episode is really lovely. I have Natalie Ross from Dream Freedom Beauty on the show and we talked about everything from doing slightly imperfect do-it-yourself media stuff, overcoming self-doubt, growing communities and being comfortable with being wrong. So it was really cool and I am super excited to share this interview with you. Don't have super much to share on my end this time. Um, I'm running a free um, embodied tarot and tea magic workshop later today that you can still sign up for. Um, and I will link that to that in the show notes. And yeah, I've been really enjoying those. I think it can be it can feel like such a weird, you know, relationship to share all these really intimate interviews but never really meet any of you and there's so many of you now which is amazing. Um, So anyway, I really enjoy these free webinars that I run at least once a month and if you want to join, please look out for them on Instagram. They're also on both of my websites, yarrowdigital.com and daydreamerwolves.com and the next one that's coming is on the 8th of July and that's going to be a workshop on newsletter marketing. So many of us have been talking about how social media keeps changing and it can be quite hard to just stay on top of the rules and air quotes all the time and I really think that you know being connected through a newsletter is such a beautiful and intimate way of sharing thought and being in touch and uh, supporting small businesses so yeah join me for that if you're interested Um, join me later if you want to talk about tarot and tea magic and most importantly please let me know what you would like to talk or learn about because I'm really keen to know and to create things that matter to you so um there's a new feature on Instagram for example that's called Instagram TV and I'm like oh so excited so basically it means I can upload longer videos that you can watch on your phone and if you want and I don't want to do something boring I feel like my first video should be something really cool that's kind of useful to you in some way so I would really love to hear from you to see what you would like to hear about and know more about and and then I can make that happen okay I'm wishing you a beautiful Sunday and I hope you will enjoy today's episode bye hey everyone I have the absolute honor and pleasure and the delight if that's a thing to say I'm not really sure (laughs) to have Natalie Ross on the show with me and you probably already know her she's running the dream freedom beauty podcast which i came across uh, more than a year ago and i've listened i'm fairly sure i listened to probably like 90 percent of episodes and just came across really amazing people so i have so much gratitude for natalie for bringing this community together and for being such a beautiful host and for really holding space for people to have Uh, yeah to tell their own stories and I know that's something that's you know there's real magic in that it's um it's really brave to um message people and be like hey I love your work can you be on my show and stuff so yeah it really inspired me to start the Daydreaming Rose podcast as well and I always get excited when new episodes come out and I know that Natalie has a lot of plans for this year and I'm really excited to kind of hear a little bit about that and it's also just great to, um, you know, have a show host on the show and kind of turn the tables a little bit 
and uh, yeah, talk a little bit about what it means to build a media platform and have a business that feels good and authentic and is sustainable. So yay, Natalie, thank you so much for coming to join us. I would love to open with my first question, which is, can you tell us who you are and where you are in the world right now? And maybe also tell us a bit about what nature is like around you. I would love to. And I'm just smiling from your intro. I love that. Thank you. I didn't realize, um, gosh, oh my God, I'm just like, can we just don't dive right into the, I'm, I always want to go like right into the heart of something, but you know what? I love this question because the nature is so key to uh, who we are and where we are. And right now I, I'm Natalie Alexandra Ross. I live in Durham, North Carolina right now. It's uh, 2018, January. And outside of my window, I am looking at a beautiful wet gray day that is turning to a beautiful sunny day as we speak it's just it's one of those magical weird days in January here where last week it was like in the 20s and today it's like gonna be 70 degrees Fahrenheit which for Celsius people that's like a nice sun uh, I don't know like a summer day in northern Europe (laughs) so um it's just a really weird space to be in the middle of winter here and to go outside and put my bare feet on the ground and be in my robe with my bare legs and not be cold at all and just be looking at winter and feeling like spring. And um, I look outside my window here and I see trees and then across the street from me, I'm so fortunate to live across the street from a park it's our neighborhood park and it's got a giant pond or a tiny lake. I don't know. It's like a glorified pond, but it's, it's my spot. It's my water, which keeps me so nourished spiritually. Like I have to be around water. I grew up around water and oh, my guides just supported me so well in being able to live here in this spot, in this I live in the Piedmont of North Carolina where it's flat and there's no natural lakes. And so I was just somehow ended up here um, right across the street from a lake. And when I'm recording my podcasts, I'm actually staring out at the lake or at the trees or at my gardenias or at this beautiful crystal on my desk. And so, yes, this plays a huge part in in my daily life. And uh, yeah, just... I'm going to send a shout out to all my nature being friends out there on the lands. Um, they really do help create the space and the vibe that allows me to do this work. And it's our relationship together, me and the nature spirits of this land that I feel really guides a lot of uh, my ability to be able to do this work. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. And that makes a lot of sense to me. Thank you for sharing. Totally. Oh, um, so yeah, I'm totally up for diving right in. Um, you had, do you have a lot of Scorpio in your chat as well? <laughs> Just okay. checking. I actually, I have, oh my God, let me tell you about my Scorpio. So, um, <laughs> I have a lot of Capricorn, Scorpio, uh, where is my chart? Doo-doo-doo. I'm just going to pull it up right here. Cause I can, <laughs> um, I got, let's see, sun in Aquarius, moon in Capricorn, 
Mercury and Capricorn, Venus and Capricorn, Mars and Scorpio, Jupiter and Capricorn, Saturn and Scorpio. <laughs> wow. Neptune and Capricorn, Pluto and Scorpio. <laughs> and then Uranus and Sagittarius and rising Taurus. So I've just got this. Yeah, that's that's my fun little mix right there. Yeah, that's a really cool chart. Wow. I would love to visualize that sometime, but. <laughs> <But yeah. laughs> thank you so much for sharing that's cool um so i would love to take you up on diving in the deep end okay and uh, i would love to speak a little bit about your podcast first because it's really grown so much last year and it's become this beautiful community for people to get together and share magic and i think there's so much healing in both storytelling and also this recognition that we're not alone in what we're going through and and um, what we're experiencing, I think that, yeah, that just can make such a difference in people's lives. And I really, really love podcasts as a medium so much as well, because they're relatively cheap to produce. I mean, there is a lot of work that goes into it and software and all of that. But, you know, it's not the same as starting a paper print magazine, for example. Right. And And I find them to be really accessible as well. I am someone who really tries to be discerning with the kind of media that I'm consuming. I'm not watching TV very much. And, uh, and so, yeah, I, I really love podcasts and I love that we can take them into our most private spaces. I'm thinking about like as a last thing before sleep, for example, lying in the dark with my little dog and listening to some episodes that can be a really beautiful end to the day for me. So, yeah, just wanted to say thank you so much again for creating this and acknowledging that it takes a lot of courage to be like, yeah, I'm going to do this new thing I've never done before and I'm going to really give it my heart and my blood and my energy and I'm going to believe that the the people will come, you know, once we create it. And that's just great. So I would love to hear a little bit more about what does what that journey was like for you and uh yeah how you came up with the idea and how it's been changing over time ah just thank you and <laughs> you uh reflected something i mean you hit you hit the nail on the head there with really what i feel is the number one thing that i bring to people which is the acknowledgement that they are not alone in what they're going through and that is essentially what drove me to start the show it, you know I, I it was um it was a late july afternoon in 2015 and my sister lizzie who was who used to be the co-host and i were talking on the phone she lived in nashville tennessee and i lived in durham so it's about eight hours driving distance so it's not like we could just go hang out so we were talking on the phone and we were really missing each other and we were lamenting about how we just felt so alone and just like there was nowhere to really turn to for the kind of guidance and answers and conversations that we sought around being empathic, being intuitive, feeling this urge from our bones to connect more deeply with nature than we even knew was possible just something spoke to us so deeply and yet we had no role models really I mean we looked around and there were plenty of amazing people doing amazing things but in our personal lives in our one-to-one -one connections 
we didn't get to ask the questions we wanted to ask of these mentors and we didn't have the money to like hire them as coaches. I mean, I was a grad student getting my master's and she was a musician and we were both like just living, you know? (laughs) So I remember we had this conversation on the phone and um, we were like, well, what if we just pooled our resources and, you know, asked people we admire to just talk to us privately on the phone and and we can ask them questions and and about five minutes after that I was like Lizzie what if we made a podcast and just did it publicly and that's essentially the seed that was planted um I guess that's when it really germinated because I feel like that seed had been planted a long time ago but I had no idea how it would germinate or what would it would look like or what it even spoke to. I mean, actually, I honestly should go back because a little bit because because I really want to encourage anyone who's listening who feels like they want to start something, but they feel like that has to be the right thing. Like, I know a lot of people, I myself have been here, can get stuck kind of spinning their tires on like, oh, I have to start the right thing. I have to wait until I find the exact right thing and then I'll start. But really, I had actually felt this urge to connect um, and to share over the internet, which I, I love the internet, let's just be clear there, um, uh, years before, and I had actually, I was studying soil science, and I had started this little, um, I'd done multiple things. I'd done like photo projects where I would go take pictures of local farms, and I would take soil samples, and I would pr- have them processed at the, the lab here. And then I would analyze the soil samples and make recommendations based on my knowledge of, um, you know, organic farming practices. Mm -hmm. And I had a website for that and everything. And I was like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. This is it. This is it. And then it just like something was speaking to me. And it was like, no, this isn't it. This isn't it. And at that time, I was still very, very, very in the closet about my spirituality. I mean, I was just like, I knew, you know, I practiced crystal meditations and chakra clearing and stuff, you know, very, very, very privately. It was like, nobody's allowed to know about this because they will burn me at the stake, you know? Um, so that was the form that it was allowed that this, this desire was allowed to express itself through was through this, I called it grow beautiful. And I still have an Instagram. You can find grow beautiful Instagram and see some of the pictures and the website, unfortunately is gone. Um, but then it evolved into, um, I was like, you know what, I'll teach gardening and I'll eventually kind of weave in some of these ideas about more spiritual aspects of connecting with the earth through these YouTube videos about gardening. And so I actually made uh, this another another thing called staring at plants and <laughs> the YouTubes are still up there. You can go there and laugh at them because they're, I think they're so silly. I mean, I was, ab- they're absolutely just, I look at them now, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to take them down, but oh, wow, I've learned so much. Um <laughs> You know, they're like kind of embarrassing, (laughs) but people loved them. And um, I made those and then it was, it was actually, I had been making those for a few months when the idea for dream freedom beauty uh, germinated. And I just dropped, I dropped staring at plants. I was like, look, my heart is singing at the idea of, of being able to be seen and to be heard for my spiritual needs for that side of me to come out and play and explore and connect with all of this sciencey stuff I've been doing. And, and at this point, I'm, I'm not even, I don't even care that much about the science 
<laughs> I'm like, spirit. <laughs> but that's, so I share that story because I really want to encourage folks to just start where they are. It doesn't matter if you've got it right or if you've got, you know, start where you are. And if it turns out that that's not the thing, you will have learned so much and just tune in again and start a new thing and just keep doing it. You know, this, I even feel with Dream Freedom Beauty, like that had just recently showed me that it wanted to undergo a transition and I kind of had to clear the whole table of what I thought it was and let it show me what it wanted to be now. So there's this continual process, you know, it's not just this like set it and it's done. This, this is a journey that that we're on when we're here as creators and expressing these things. So yeah, there's my long answer to your question. <laughs> yeah, it was wonderful. And I, it touched on a lot of things. I feel really strongly as well. This idea that there is constant evolution and, and doing your own thing and like, you know, starting something, be that a project or a creative expression of any kind or a business can I think it's such a journey in itself isn't it like the oh, yeah again so much stuff and I'm really grateful for the intensity of that because I think I felt incredibly restricted as an employee and I wasn't really good at it and I was really struggling in many ways and I'm also struggling as an entrepreneur clearly you know sometimes it's hard um, let's say yeah. the, str the struggle is real <laughs> the struggle is totally real yes but worth it <laughs> The, yeah all of that it's very real <laughs> um but most of the time I can really appreciate the depth and intensity of that and stuff coming up like self-doubt or anxiety about futures stuff and money or tech challenges and just like the endurance that you have to bring and and the openness and the flexibility to things changing be that from the outside or internally because things feel like they need to shift um yeah, really, I don't, yeah, I just love it. It's hard and I love it. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. But I want to speak to that self-doubt too because, you know, this is this is kind of hard to put into words because it's still so kind of like nebulous. It's going through a transition within me. Um, but uh, I still struggle with huge amounts of self-doubt and especially with um, – you know, so many things coming to the surface on a global scale around injustices and all of just like everyone's waking up. And it's funny because I'm excited about it, but it also instills in me some really big, scary self-doubt about am I doing it right? You know, am I like oppressing people by what I do? And it's so it can be immobilizing and you know, the only way I've found through it two ways uh, is continuing my meditation practice where I connect with source and I connect with the divine and that connecting with divine source really, it's like getting bathed in a different paradigm where you're like, wow, there it's showing me the way of unity, the vision of unity instead of having to get lost in the maze of fractioning and fragmenting and divisiveness. And I feel like that's, oh, that's something I've been really kind of struggling with is like, am I, is that even right? Is like, is connecting with source and touching in with that unity and that unification and that vision that, that 
guides me to do my best work in integrity and with a vision for creating unity and dissolving all of these illusions of separation that we have in the world. That's, I mean, such a huge, huge thing, but I even doubt that. And that's like, that's, oh, that is rough. And then the other thing is talking to other people about it. And so that self-doubt is real, but how do we approach it? And how, I don't know, Sarah, do you experience it? And do you have ways that you approach this? Oh God. Yeah. I experience all of the time. Definitely. And, um, uh, ooh, yeah. <laughs> hey, let me throw you one. <laughs> Pop quiz. <laughs> I think that one, there's a few things that have helped me. First of all, I want to say that I have some really beautiful people in my life that have very compassionately and very patiently called me in when I got things wrong. And I really am trying to be that person for other people as well and to be really staying open for dialogue and sharing experiences, I think is what is most helpful for, for the change that we were trying to um, manifest and embody. And I think I'm also trying to become really comfortable with the idea of discomfort and being wrong um, as a white person with a platform to, yeah, just understand that I will be making mistakes and that this the sense of like white guilt is probably a part of it but it's not useful in itself so I'm just trying to remember you know to really just feel that and just be like okay you know I really have to acknowledge that I am very blessed in many ways and I have and that there's a responsibility that comes with that and I need to make sure that I'm uplifting marginalized voices and sharing the blessings I have and because that is a shift and that is not necessarily the way things always have been there will be mistakes because it's new and we're, we're learning really and that I really yeah I have a strong sense of there being a lot to learn for me um and yeah I think that there's that's very humbling um and I think you know just to just to kind of surrender into this reality that um I'm not perfect with it and I will have to be with a lot of discomfort around it and be okay with that. And just to kind of look towards building resilience and, and networks of people that have a similar vision and want to support each other feels helpful. And um, what else? Huh. It's such a big question, isn't it? Yeah. That's but I, <laughs> I really do care about it and I think it's um, important to talk about even if we don't have the perfect answers right now and I oh yeah one more thing just came comes to mind I think sometimes when I've been given interviews I was like you know shit when I look back at what I've been writing into my diary or saying to other people a year ago or two years ago I don't feel the same way anymore you know things have really shifted and that can go two ways. It can either make you really nervous and be like, oh, you know, I will look back at this interview and just be a bit ashamed and it's going to be weird because I don't feel that way anymore. Or you can go in the other way and be like, you know, look, I'm really, there are really things that are shifting and changing. And I'm just going to be honest with that as well and be like, what I'm saying right now might really not be how I'm feeling in a year or two years, two years from now. And in a way, I'm hoping it won't be because I hope that 
my understanding of things and power dynamics will evolve and and so I hope that you know we'll look back at some of these recordings and be cringing a little bit in the same way they were cringing about uh uh you know earlier feminist thought that hasn't been as inclusive and as intersectional as it is now and I mean you know we're not totally there yet either that's not to say feminism right now is perfect it really isn't in so many ways but there's so much exciting new thought um coming up that hasn't been around in, in previous generations and so I hope that future generations will will in a way feel the same way about us and just look at the stuff that we're dealing with right now and be like oh man like these people are kind of behind that right mm -hmm. so I'm excited to uh yeah, to see that happening. Mm. And I think one thing you pointed out there too is so big, which is being willing to be to to be with the discomfort and mm. being willing to not always uh, feel amazing about it, you know, to just be with that and not have to try to force it or push it resist it into being something else but really being with it and then even you know that's an entry point like that discomfort is an entry point into a deeper inquiry and following that thread of what am I uncomfortable about and why and where is it taking me and like where is that taking me to my deep-rooted beliefs and my conditioning and how is that being uh reflected in the outer world and like that like that one point of discomfort is a gateway into the illumination of of so many different possibilities from what you're currently holding does that make sense is that or did I, you know kind of really esoteric <laughs> sounding sometimes but no that makes total sense and i um i'm really also excited to see uh, how through creating media together and like speaking to each other, we're creating new pathways of things shifting and things coming through. I think that our world has really exploded in some ways with the digital networks that we've created. So I think there's so much that we can't even imagine right now. And I'm just so excited to see it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally. Totally. <laughs> uh, that's one of the beauty of podcasts is, is, really anyone can make one uh, and you know if you have access to a place to record your voice then you can make a podcast like that's it doesn't have to be perfect shiny squeaky clean um, you know and that's I think one of the beautiful things is as more and more of us realize like oh my god I can have uh, I can amplify my voice through this outlet instead of just feeling like I'd have to battle the major news corporations in order to be heard. That's so powerful. Like literally anyone in this age who has access to a place to record their voice can do it. And if you are sitting there thinking and listening to this and being like, oh my God, I've wanted to do this, just hit record and do it and mess up a thousand times, whatever, a hundred times, one time, publish it raw as it is your first recording it doesn't matter just start just do it because your voice is so worthy of being heard and I think that's something that's so beautiful now and that's something I want I really want to help people realize is this these airwaves don't just belong to one set or class of people like 
no matter like anyone who's feeling that urge just do it just do it do it do it do it do it Mm, yeah I really hear you on the imperfection and that being totally okay and the beauty in us giving each other permission as well I have you know to be honest I'm still not totally on top of my technology with this podcast sometimes (laughs) (laughs) um, you know not all recordings have the quality that I wish they had and um, I just haven't had enough time I think to really think about which platform Zoom or Skype is best to use how best to edit and I'm figuring this out as I go along and so if anyone listens back to earlier episodes or even some in-between ones sometimes there's like a weird noise in the background and I've changed the intro a couple of times and I right now really want to change the um the art the channel art as well so the little graphic that comes up when you see the podcast and I just haven't had time and I think I totally agree with what you said that really anyone can do it and it's important that we yeah that we really reclaim this idea that our voices matter and and we deserve to be heard and at the same time I think sometimes it's um and this can be true in parallel you know it's not challenging this idea but I feel it's also important to acknowledge that um the headspace and the time and energy isn't something that we have equally even though the technology has become so much more democratic there's been definitely times in my life where I was studying full-time and working full-time on minimum wage and I would just wouldn't have had the same chance as I have right now to you know think about stuff like what colors do I like for my branding who would I want to interview and so I think for me there's definitely been times in my life where I wouldn't have had it in me even though the technology and the access was there and it's been a long journey and I think that's just important to acknowledge um and and I think there's a flip side sometimes in like I think yes I really want people to dream bigger and I really want everyone to know that their voice matters I want these voices to be heard and I am so grateful for the technology that we have but at the same time I don't want anyone to feel guilty if they're just like you know what I right now just have to like keep my job down and and take care of my body and I will keep this little seed in my tummy and I know there's a podcast in me or there's like a zine in me or a blog and you know there's no time pressure really um this stuff can sometimes just need some time underground until it's ready to come up and I've I've learned a lot of patience with myself and my ideas this last year because I really sometimes also came to the limits of like my exhaustion and uh, my wish to create and it's a fine balance and I think it's something that we're not being taught about a lot under capitalism so yeah uh, yeah just to kind of be patient with patient with ourselves because it's so big and it's so new and so exciting yeah definitely and I do I do agree that can be parallel and all of those points are valid and key and I would also add that um there's a lot of in there about assuming that it has to be a certain way or it has, you know, I think that a lot of, cause I've been there with the exhaustion. I've been there with being the grad student or the undergrad student who like can barely pay their rent and eat and, you know, has to actually like take out loans to survive while I go to school. Um, and I've been there with that and it's overwhelming and exhausting, but even then without, uh, I had a quite a perfectionist in me who wanted it to come out perfect. And I think that there's a lot of really mm, 
I don't know where I'm at with that still because yeah, it does it does matter for the look and feel to be aligned with you know what that spark of inspiration is you know to not just like disrespect it and just throw it out into the world and be like here you go but to really to really nurture that seed and let it sprout in its own time and at the same time I would challenge people who feel exhausted and overwhelmed and like there's no time or space to to take 10 steps backward from that end product and ask themselves what's that 10 steps backward what's that step and take that step because you don't have to just leap from here to finished product you start by taking eight minutes to write down some thoughts that come through your heart in a moment of inspiration like take taking a break i've done this like i had a crappy ass job i pretended i had to go to the bathroom would go in the bathroom and write down this inspiration that came through. And it wasn't even until like eight years later that I ever did anything with it. But as long as you start to give yourself permission to have even the slightest sliver of space and worthiness around that, you're going to start nurturing that seed that will grow into whatever it's supposed to be, whether that it's going to grow into your ability to be a badass mama or whether it's going to be like you, you are a, a, a public media figure. You know, it doesn't matter what it grows into, but nurturing that. And, and really just, ch- I challenge people's idea that it has to be all finished and perfect and beautiful. Start 10 steps backwards from where you think it needs to be. Or 20, however many steps you got to go. Yes, exactly. Yeah, totally. I, I would add to that also that there's so much beauty in being like, and like in putting something out there that's that's a bit weird I think yes weird has really been become a word that I'm trying to inhabit and embody and embrace so hard and it feels really liberating and I love I love it anytime I see something that feels really authentic and is in some ways imperfect and because it's permission giving to other people and it shows me that someone has been up for really sharing what's true for them in the moment and they had the freedom and the liberation to not care about it being not perfect or to not worry about you know what other people think that have different standards or expectations or ideas and that is so fucking cool like that's so needed and so yeah yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, all the things Yes, I would also, I mean, (laughs) there's so much more in this, but I also meant to ask you, kind of what a typical day for you looks like at the moment. I'm really interested because Mm. we have so much freedom and how we structure our days and that can be great. But also it's like, what do you do? (laughs) There's so many ways of running a business. How do you do it? I want to hear your version. Okay. Um, I'm going to give a, a caveat and disclaimer before I share my day. Okay. And this, this directly relates to what we just talked about with giving yourself, you know, even a sliver of space to tap into that inner voice, that inner dream, and just let it come up and awaken in you for even a second. Because going back to, you know, being being a student and being anyone who um, subscribes to my self-care club newsletter will get the uh, quite a backstory about my journey. Um, I've had so many lows, so many just like I can't possibly survive moments. Um, 
it was just, it's, you know, as someone who's had chronic fatigue and just like kind of a messed up body my whole life, you know, I just couldn't output at the pace that was expected of me in, 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 it's like crushing. I've been so, uh, depleted that the way I live now is totally different. I've, I've cultivated this current lifestyle that I'm about to share Mm -hmm. by allowing myself those slivers of just truth and honesty and desire to shine through and then letting that grow. And it took many years. So if you're not experiencing like this kind of lifestyle that I'm about to share, it doesn't mean it's not possible for you. Mm -hmm. It's just something that you can cultivate through through listening to that inner voice cultivate what's true for you i mean this is this is the whole like underlying theme of my message is just cultivate what's true for you and mm-hmm. and no matter what constructs you are living in or what kind of uh what kind of limits you're living in you are so much more fucking powerful than you know and mm-hmm. just start just freaking start i'm just like i don't know i'm getting a little out of hand here i'm like ah <laughs> but okay so my my current day current reality looks like um usually my so my husband goes to work he works uh he's a scientist he goes to work so he usually wakes up first and when he gets up and to get ready I kind of like start coming to consciousness you know I'm like oh laying in bed um and I really like to just sit there for a second and check in you know, instead of, I'm not the type of person who just jumps out of bed and is like, let's go. That's not me. I'm, I'm, it takes me a very long time to kind of come into being sometimes. Um, So I'll, I'll open my eyes or maybe not, maybe I'll lay there with my eyes closed for a little while and just kind of like melt into that space between the dream world and the waking world and, and check in with what's showing up today. Each day is different each day brings something new and in that space I'll also often bless my day with some sort of invocation or prayer or blessing just blessing my day and blessing everyone I'm going to meet and contact or connect with Um, just doing a little intention setting then I will usually look at my beautiful magnolia tree out the window for a second and just kind of say hi to my tree friend (laughs) and uh then I'll wake up get out of bed this could take an hour (laughs) this whole process (laughs) um and go and make tea and do some journaling and meditation and oftentimes there's a there's a process I learned about a year ago from Carolyn Elliott who is a multiple times guest on dream freedom beauty and has also been on self-care club um she does this thing called deepest fear inventory dfi and she actually outlines in detail the exact steps of the process on the self-care club episode where she where she was a guest and i can't wait to listen it's so so i love the deepest fear inventory because essentially what it does is it it kind of turns your desires on their head. And I had had my own practice around this before, but I love, she just like systematized it and I'm a, I'm, I'm a sucker for systems. And so um, basically you think about something you think that you desire, something that you're like, oh, I really wish I could have, do, or be this. You know, this is what I'm bringing into form, into fruition. 
And you re- write about all the reasons why you hate and resent it, actually. And it's really funny because we think on the surface, oh, I desire that thing. I love it. I really want it. But just under the surface of that desire are so many reasons why you're scared to have, be, or do that thing or experience or why you are resisting the change that having or being or doing that will bring into your life. There's so many subtle, unconscious, or subconscious reasons why you don't want that thing you think you want. Yes, totally. And so it's I I just love DFI. Everyone go listen to that episode because I don't I don't know if it's out yet, but um, because she outlines the process, and I so I love doing that. I just love doing that. That often opens up some sort of um, clarity for me that helps me then, you know, figure out the rest of my day. So I really I made a commitment in two thousand seven to myself. That I would do whatever it takes to live in love. Mm. And that's part of the process is like that comes first before everything, before, before anything. I can't do anything without first checking in with, am I living in love? And that's not necessarily the question I ask. I have all these different tools and approaches and techniques, but that's really, 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 really key. Like I can't, I can't, I just can't move at all without already being aligned. So however long it takes to get aligned in the morning is however long I give myself. And you know, that what I've just shared is, is maybe just a snapshot of one day. There's different tools. Um, so that I usually don't start talking to other people until 11 AM. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of that. Cause usually that's about how long it takes. And I'll go, I'll, I'll record podcasts or I'll uh, go for a walk with my dog or I'll, I'll work on some backend business stuff or I'll clean my house or I'll fuck around on the internet <laughs> so, or I'll talk to my friends on the phone or, I mean, my days look like, really, they can look like anything. So, mm. and then at night, my husband comes home, we eat and chill out sometimes watch netflix sometimes i take a bath sometimes i read before bed sometimes i pass out on the couch <laughs> that's that's my life <laughs> that is beautiful i love uh, thinking about the magnolia tree and your dog and i i love it sounds so fluid that's really beautiful to yeah. have space to kind of give yourself what you need and to just give it time i don't usually start working before 11 either especially not with other people <laughs> just like <laughs> no no it just takes time in the morning to get ready and I think that slowness is a luxury that I treasure so so much yeah. like crazy yeah yeah <laughs> and you know part of this is possible because I am really extremely privileged and oh, I gotta admit it's awesome I mean I would wish this privilege upon everyone and um and to people who aren't as privileged as I am to live this life. Yeah. You know, there's some, you know, I wish I could wave a magic wand and give everyone this equality and, and, and just like make like everyone has this privilege and everyone has this sort of access to living this life. And I also would say, what's, what's calling to you, you know, 
even if you don't exist in this privileged paradigm that I exist in, what's calling to you? And don't disbelieve its its possibility just because of, uh, you know, what kind of constructs you live in. Like, I've seen crazy shit happen for people. And, you know, I don't know, maybe I'm being an asshole here and maybe this is where someone needs to call me out. But I really, really, really believe that for each person, whatever this kind of brings up or speaks to in them is possible. And, and that's, and I know that from my connection with the divine source and witnessing like miracles, like what is possible when you connect with a source higher than yourself and allow that to guide your choices and allow that to support you in your life. And you allow that to really help you see the freaking immense, crazy power of creation and destruction. So feel free to call me out, people. I don't bring it. I'm like willing to learn, but I also stand strong and 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 clear that that connecting with the divine source is, I think it's key to our collective evolution. Mm. Yeah, and I think also giving each other space and permission to dream our own dreams. I think yes. what you were saying earlier about the. I don't know if that's like part of, uh, I know Carolyn Elliott only a little bit, and I know she works a lot with the shadow and desire. And yeah, I really want to learn more. So I'm excited about that episode. And I think something that similar practices has, have really kind of brought home for me is this, this, um, this idea that it can take a little bit of time to kind of unlearn the conditioning and the, um, it can take a lot bit of time. A lot, <laughs> exactly, because it can be so frustrating and like draining to, to chase something that you think you should want when, when it's you know what we are collectively taught to want, really. And I think the second we are more connected and we're creating the space for um, exploration and like playfulness with our own dreams in our lives, we we come to visions that feel so much more authentic to us and that's just so different for everyone you know maybe some people are just morning people and they want to start working at eight and like they're really excited about it I'm like go for it that's so cool it's just not me (laughs) and um and so yeah yeah I agree and I really I really care so much to encourage people to dream bigger for themselves as well and to really make that space to come to authentic visions for their lives. I think that's so valuable and something that's really actively discouraged in the way that we've been living. And so it's it's exciting to see more people really question that. Yeah. Right. And that conditioning runs so deep. I mean, that's, it's, uh, you know, who knows when some of the conditioning began, it could be 14 generations back that you've Mm -hmm. been, you know, that your lineage has been embodying certain beliefs and, here you are now in a conscious awake state with tools to investigate that conditioning and mm-hmm. to really examine whether it's true and whether something else is possible. And that's, that's the beauty and power of whew, doing shadow work. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really, I mean, this is again another conversation that we could have for another couple of hours, but I, there's a few things that I really want to talk to you about as well. And I'm, 
I don't want to deprive anyone of that. And but, also I want to be respectful of your time, but can yeah. you maybe tell us a little bit more about like your vision for Dream Freedom Beauty and like what you're vision, wishing for the year, both for yourself, for the podcast and for us collectively. I would love to hear a little bit about that. Sure, sure, sure. And um, so Dream Freedom Beauty, it's so funny because the name the name came to me and it sounds so I, I never really liked <laughs> I feel like an asshole but I never really liked the name but but it was very adamant and clear that that was its name I was like is there some other name that's like come on please like it's so nebulous and it it, it sounds so uh on the surface it can sound so like bypassy kind of you know it's like dream freedom beauty like oh let's all be beautiful dancing in the forest which is awesome I love being beautiful and dancing in the forest and like let's all just be perfect and shiny and pure and I'm like whoa 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 that is not what I stand for is 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 life is like real freedom and real beauty comes from acknowledging the full spectrum of being and it's funny because the name still fits even in that, that perspective and approach of dream freedom beauty is, is really, I feel like ending our internal resistance and rejection and putting down of ourselves for how we feel is a pathway to freedom. And in that ending of our internal resistance towards how we're truly feeling, we have beauty and we're able to connect with our true dreams and we're able to cultivate them. And, and so something that, uh, you know, I've been kind of just since the beginning, we've just been kind of like, oh, we're going to talk to this person. We're we'll talk to that person. But <laughs> in, in December, it became very clear to me, actually, like November 2017, December, I just didn't have the drive to invite anyone to the show. I just didn't have... Like not that I just didn't have that sort of mm, there was no energy in it. I was like, okay, then I'm not gonna force it, and I'm just gonna replay some episodes and let it show up how it wants to show up. If it's done, it's done, or if it's rebirthing itself, then it, let it die and let it rebirth itself. And mm-hmm. so I went through this phase and where I just followed how I was feeling. I didn't resist it, and I just replayed some stuff. It was great, whatever, <laughs> and. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I really, it was funny, I think, and I'm sure this is true for many listeners, but I think the episodes that you replay really were exactly the ones I needed at the time. Totally. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) And I I just tuned in. I was like, what do people need to hear? And I replayed them. So thankfully it worked. (laughs) Glad to hear that. And then when I was, I was just kind of like, I was actually getting kind of bummed. I was like, I don't know what to do. Am I just going to replay episodes forever? And then in early January, 2018, I recorded with Lindsay Mack, mm-hmm. um, episode 94, Dream Freedom Beauty, y'all. Check it. Yes. And it was supposed to be a self-care club episode, which is very structured and uh, much, usually much shorter than Dream Freedom Beauty. And when we got on the line, she was just like can I talk about this thing uh, with, you know, on the show and she brought it up and she, you know, she had a recent 
diagnosis of a condition that could essentially end her life at any moment and there's nothing she can do about it. It's um, she has an aneur- brain aneurysm and she had just gotten that diagnosis at the end of December and was going, just had been through this epic tower moment of the tarot and wanted to talk about it. And I was like, Oh my goddess. Yes. Bring it. This is like this mm. it. And, uh, during our conversation, a lot of stuff I had been journaling about around, you know, the, all of the the signs and kind of guidance I'd been getting was around diving more into decay and death and the void and those tower moments in life. And during our conversation, it was just like solidified and cl- like it was just clarified, solidified. It was like, this must be the direction you go. You have to dive into these. And that's part of that not resisting how I feel and how we feel. We have to learn how to be with that discomfort of the grief, that discomfort of knowing that we are mortal, that discomfort of losing anything in life. Loss of any any kind can be painful. That discomfort of just facing insurmountable challenges that discomfort of watching our loved ones get diseases and pass away that Mm -hmm. discomfort of watching our planet be ravaged by our own actions and i'm gonna get so i'm gonna just start crying and it's like oh we have to talk about this and we have to not normalize it to to quote make it okay and like not take action about it but normalize it in a sense of this is part of living the full spectrum of who we are. And this is part of our evolution, I believe, is, is acknowledging this so that we can look at these shadow aspects that have been kind of relegated to the subconscious or, or pushed aside or fragmented out of our awareness and bring them back in and welcome them back in and listen to what they're saying. Listen to that voice that is speaking to you of death and decay and hear what it wants to say and welcome that back into the the sacred circle of life and death. You know, this mm-hmm. isn't, this is life. Uh, and this is all rooted in like my obsession with decay and death and why I studied soil science. And, you know, this is like full circle here. We're like, okay, now we have to bring it all together. And I don't know yet what that looks like um, or how it'll unfold, but that's where I'm going. <laughs> Yes. Well, Natalie, I'm really excited. And um, I mean, I understand it's a dream right now, you know, and and we don't know what's going to happen with the podcast, but that sounds really beautiful and super exciting. I heard, I listened to the episode with Lindsay Mag. Um, Last week, I was in Morocco on a holiday. And it was one of the few things that kind of I did out of my real life, you know? hold on a second i'm so sorry uh i just got a call that did you hear it on your end of the line i did yes That's okay yeah i just shut it down it i got this i just switched my phone carrier and now i get calls through my g chat and like that's so annoying Ooh, that, no problem at all do you have another 10 minutes i'm just gonna i have out. yeah i have uh definitely Yes, definitely. definitely. Okay, great. Awesome. Um, 
<laughs> okay, I will just go back to what I said about. Yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. I, I am really excited to see where that's going to take you with the podcast. And I listened to the interview with Lindsay Mag that came out uh, last week. So um, this episode is going to come out in a couple of weeks. But um, yeah, really to bring people back to that episode because it was really powerful. And I really, really love Lindsay's work. So, and I share a lot about what you're saying about death and decay. And and I think, yeah, also, I mean, so much, I have so much to say, but I really also share your feelings about naming. So I think namings are so powerful. And the thought I had when you shared about this embracing death and decay was that that is dream freedom beauty. You know, that is such a vital part of that. And I want to give a shout out to Sarah Faith Godestina, who's also been on your show, because mm. I feel through her Many Moons workbooks, I've learned so much about these sacred cycles that you're describing and to really see that decay of ideas and relationships and just the way things are as such an important part of life. And I think before really starting to work with the moon, that has felt so abstract to me. You know, I thought it was like seasons, whatever. That means sometimes I'm cold and sometimes I'm hot. Like, you know, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> and I think, um, many of the practices that have been shared on your podcast and in the many moons book have really brought that home to me. And so I think that is a really, that's such a beautiful start to the year. And I'm so excited to see, yeah, how, how that's going to take shape and yeah. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And by the time this episode comes out, um, the next episode on dream freedom beauty will have come out, which is funny because as soon as that, that, that realization happened, it was like, Oh, easy. Now, like, someone reached out that I invited on the show like a year and a half ago and was like oh my god I just found this and she does this like dream work death decay so I'm like oh my god of course it just all starts opening up but by the time this episode that we're on right now comes out um episode 95 will have come out on dream freedom beauty with hope cross December who is caring for her husband with ALS and you know she's been through some some dark nights of the soul with mm. watching her husband die and with having to face her own insecurities and judgments and and just deep stuff in the you know as his caretaker and and as his lover and wife and just oh god I love talking with her about this because it's you know she's got from a very young age she's had to watch death happened before her eyes like this decaying of life and vitality into this you know weakened state that ALS brings and into this inability to even snug her husband like she can't even snug him because it could wound him it's like she's it's it's amazing just these are the things that we go through as people and we they don't really get um airtime yeah and and so also I want to just take a second to invite people who feel like they have something from the shadow and something from that sort of, you know, facing life's hardest challenges that place, um, whether it's from, you know, having been through a disease yourself or being terminally ill yourself or watching a loved one die or, or having lost all of your belongings in a natural disaster or having had to face, uh, you know, insurmountable challenges based on 
you know, how you incarnated in this life based on your skin color or your gender or whatever. Like these are the things we need to explore. And I think that harkens back to what we talked about earlier is, is we're going to make mistakes as we talk about this, but we got to talk about these things and we got to open up the space for us to have these dialogues and to, and to navigate this with some sense of, I don't even know, just to navigate it. How do, how do we go through? We got to go through it, y'all. Yes. <laughs> we can't go around it. <laughs> yes, and we can at least hold hands in the dark and yes. have compassion and, and stories. And yeah, yes, yeah, that's beautiful. Um, Before we say goodbye, which I really don't want to do. <laughs> I have time if you have another question. I have a little, ex- I have some time. Oh, well then. Okay. (laughs) Um, I would, yeah, maybe let me ask you one more question before we go. I would love to know how you like has changed now that you have a media platform and kind of more public social media profiles. That's something I've been thinking about a bit recently about like the sense of privacy or the lack of privacy and what we share and how we share. And yeah, how how does that feel to you? What's coming up for you right now? I'm going to laugh because every single day I want to just run into the woods and hide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, I have, uh, you know, back in two years ago when we launched the show, it was, my community was literally me and my sister and my therapist. <laughs> that was my community. And I was so eager to connect and be seen that when people started listening, it was this high. It was like, wow. And it was so healing. And two years later, um, now there's thousands of people listening and there's thousands of people that read uh, the, the things I write and, and hear the things I say. And it's actually terrifying that's <laughs> <laughs> beautiful though isn't it both it is. yes yes. <laughs> yes terrifying and beautiful and um weird it's weird I just was on vacation in Asheville and it's not often that someone recognizes me because I'm a voice you know I'm not like mm-hmm. on tv or anything I'm not posting my face on social media um and not that those things are bad, but it's just for me, I'm like such, I'm such an introvert who loves people. So I'm like, oh, don't look at me. But then I, I was in this store and as I was checking out this, this woman was like, are you Natalie of Dream Freedom Beauty? I'm like, oh. and I was started crying. I was like, oh my God. And it really shook me. It's like, wow, there are thousands of people in the world who know my voice, who who like know me to an extent who hear me and who have been changed by what I do and affected by what I put out there in the world. And, Oh, it's, it really like knowing this really has made me slow down in my public sharing. Not that there's anything bad about it, but just, I feel of immense responsibility to be in my utmost integrity when I post something publicly because it's going to have an effect on people. And even in my private everyday life, I want to be in my integrity because I'll have an effect on the people I come across in my everyday, just like normal actions life. But, but knowing that 
I mean, it's, it is power. I have the power to alter and affect someone's reality. And mm. it's scary. I mean, that's a lot of pressure. And, and I actually, it's, it's really scary. <laughs> it's really, how about you? Do you feel this? <laughs> what do you feel about this? Um, yeah, I feel this too. I, um, I feel, yeah, like I said earlier, like the sense of like, there will be mistakes and I, sometimes cringe about things I've said a while ago and yeah there's there's definitely anxiety around making mistakes and at the same time a really big sense of gratitude for having this platform and I think I mean the platform itself that sounds like such an abstract thing to say but I think on a more practical level it means that I you know I get to talk to people like you um, and other people that inspire me which is such a gift and it means that I get to spend some time just talking to people online and making connections, which is so Mm -hmm. beautiful and yeah, really is enriching my life in many ways. And Mm -hmm. I think so that, you know, the gratitude for that really outweighs it. But I also, yeah, I have some, some feelings around privacy, I guess. Um, I, um, I share a lot. I think I definitely have like a little bit of awkward sense of being an oversharer amongst my friends (laughs) <laughs> because sometimes naturally then people will know stuff from an Instagram account that I haven't told them yet personally. <laughs> I, I often share, I wouldn't say impulsively, but like in the moment, I'm just like, ah, I'm experiencing this thing. Oh my God, you know? And um, so, yeah, sometimes there's then catching up to do in, in private conversations, which can be really awkward. Um, but I wouldn't want to miss it. I'm, I'm in interesting I'm interested in growing into it and learning more about that and uh yeah having conversations about it yeah 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 definitely um and you know hearing you say this is actually kind of clarifying a part a piece of it for me which is um it feels like I love the internet Mm-hmm. I, I like even met my husband over the internet like I'm a total internet everything I'm like internet yay but I also the bigger and bigger the audience grows it's funny I feel like I want more in real life connection and that's why it was so touching to to like meet this person in this shop and be like wow a real life connection it felt so good and it was like wow I want to amplify that because that's I think what we deeply crave is this need to to connect and we get to connect and feel seen and heard through these media outlets and through you know everything that's shared on Instagram or on podcasts or in newsletters or or in books or whatever but we you know I think it's really amplified my desire to have even more real life connection because mm-hmm. I'll write a newsletter and I'm like, you know what, what I really want, I really just want to have a conversation with someone. Like I, I love having conversations with people and it's yeah. still weird to like have this, these kind of like snippets of conversations where I'll send out a newsletter and get replies back that I love. They, I love them. And it's mm-hmm. still like, wow, I want to like go have tea with them, everybody and, and have a real conversation. Like let's actually talk instead of me just sending out this newsletter and I really struggle with that because it's also like as a business owner and as a media producer and as the like hostess of the show I'm like okay where's the line between uh you know the 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 show as an entity and then me 
as as being a representative of this and and I really do struggle with that kind of that line between I mean I guess it's like essentially branding which I'm semi clueless on <laughs> but, but it's like where's that line between this is me sharing me versus me bringing to fruition this this vision that's dream freedom beauty and I don't know, maybe getting some clarity on that would help this whole situation, I think. So that's my, I am, I often will think out loud. And so everyone who just listened to my thought process, I hope you followed. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Okay. And I think, you know, just naming that sometimes brings the clarity. I have no doubt in any part of my body that this clarity is going to come for both of us. Mm. And yeah, yeah, I really hear what you're saying. And Branding is such a funny one, isn't it? Because I'm also a web designer. So I talk to my clients about branding a lot, but also reject a lot of conventional wisdom around branding, I guess. And like really care to make visual presentations really authentic and let them be easy to handle and just, you know, just play, be playful rather than restrictive or like perfect. And yeah, I think as a, I don't want to go on a long, on a long tangent here, but I would just say that I, there's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> oh God, yeah, exactly. Um, that as a web designer, I have rebranded like in air quotes, my own two websites so often because I can, and it's like easy for me to do, but that's a whole other subject in itself. And I, um, yeah, again, I think I want to come back to what you said earlier to really encourage people to be playful with that and remember that there are no rules and you get to make really clumsy beginnings with branding and like what is you and what is the business and how does it all tie together. It's just an unfolding, isn't it? And it will change and allowing it to be fluid is probably all it needs, really. Oh, I don't know. I'm I'm so, I'm mystified by. <laughs> Me too. I'm just pretending. <laughs> oh, good. That's good to hear. Then <laughs> this is branding. I'm like, oh, it's so hard. Like, I'm like, don't don't confine me. But I'm like, but but please confine me so I have some constructs to work within. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a dance. It's a wild one. Oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um. Totally. Well, I, the the thing about the community and connection, I will, I do want to share that this is what has given um, birth to what I'm about to open up is the self care club. And even though it's not in real life, human, physical, person to person, um, what I've done is I've just I've just stripped away all the unnecessary elements of of this. I mean of this idea, which I'm about to share mm -hmm. and gotten to the core of what I really want and what I'm going to offer others, which is having a monthly live online hangout where you're not just sitting there watching like a webinar, but you're actually in, it'll be over zoom, which if mm -hmm. you're not familiar with zoom, it's like this kind of online hangout space. It's like where you can show up, you can speak, you can speak to other people. We can have conversations and discussions and dialogues and we can really hang out and, and connect. And instead of having just a one-way conversation, we can have a beautiful dialogue amongst a community of people. And so I've created that. That's the self-care club because community really is one of my deepest forms of self-care. It's how I get to share and learn and grow and nurture and be nurtured and it's really 
changed my life. So this is one way which I feel I can offer. Um, I can help uplift other people's processes is by offering the space. So just want to share that. <laughs> yes, please do. That sounds amazing. Um, I've been really looking forward to it and I would love to share with everyone where they can find out more. So I know it's not totally open yet, yeah. but if, if people are like, oh, <laughs> I need to know more, where can I find out more? Um, how can they do that? They can go to selfcareclub.net, mm-hmm. dot net, and just sign up um, in the box and you'll be notified when the doors open. And we'll, we'll have special guests. There's going to be a special guest every month who will, you know, lead, lead our discussion or, or do a little teaching, but we'll also still talk and connect. Um, and then we'll grow. We'll grow the, the community from there. I just wanted to start so simple and then, and then grow according to the actual needs and requests of the community that forms instead of creating this whole entire structure. This is really something that we get to steer according to what we desire. That's beautiful. Wow. Yay. (laughs) Thank you, Natalie. Yeah, totally. Totally. We'll put that in the show notes. And then also just want to mention the two podcasts that you're running um, and they will be linked in the show notes as well, but it's dream freedom beauty and then the self care club. Mm -hmm. And both of them are really beautiful and amazing and totally worth your time. So Mm -hmm. do check them out and find the links in the show notes. Is there anything else that we should know? Oh my gosh. Thank you, Sarah, (laughs) for requesting me to be a guest and giving me a space to share because I love being the host but it's actually really fun to be a guest too so (laughs) thank you this is really really um fun and I hope people will email me and either share their experiences uh about what we've talked about or call me out on how I'm being ignorant I don't care whatever I'm bringing I'm willing to sit with the discomfort so bring it (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so, so much for making time and for sharing so much from your heart. I really, I really loved speaking to you. It's been such a privilege because I, yeah, I have this familiarity to you with your voice, but it's so beautiful to speak to you in real life. And I really had this sense of like, you know, feeling you across the ocean. Um, I'm in the UK right now, so it's Mm -hmm. quite a lot of space between us, but it's been really beautiful to talk and I'm so excited what's going to unfold both for the self-care club and for dream food and beauty this year. And I'm wishing you so much love and ease and abundance and joy with that. And I have so much grateful gratitude for what you're doing for all of us as a community. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope that you enjoyed the show. And if you did, I would really appreciate a review on iTunes. That's making it a lot easier for other people to find the show. And, you know, they might benefit from it too. And it's just beautiful to share these conversations with as many people as possible. If you want to support the show financially, you can also become a Patreon at patreon.com slash which gets you access to monthly ritual kits as well as courses and regular readings by me. I will link to that in the show notes. Thank you so much.